This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As our resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Hey friends, we are currently on holiday break with our families. So this week we're bringing you an episode that originally aired in our subscriber bonus feed in January 2021. And it is all about winter salads. We hope that you love this episode as much as our subscribers did and that you'll consider subscribing to our bonus feed either via Apple Podcasts or through our Didn't I Just Feed You supporting community. Learn more by visiting didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. This is Megan and Stacy. Today we're taking the reins. We have our own idea. We think this is an important one: winter salads. Wait, you think it's important? Yes, I do. <laughs> you know why? Because maybe it's because I live in the Northeast, so no. I feel like cooking vegetables and making salads. It is. It would be so easy to become uninspired, and yes. actually, winter salads are some of my favorite to make. Yes. I just would describe it as essential. I think of an important episode being like the universal school lunch debate or like <laughs> talking about our bodies or like when we want to talk about racism. Uh, whereas like winter salads, yes, I agree. A total essential. And I think that this will be super fun and useful. Listen, I am here for you being specific about language. You know, I love that. I think essential is totally a better word than important, but I do think it's essential. I think it's like really good inspiration at a time of year when it can just feel like, nah. Yes. Also, I can we talk about something? This is sort of an aside, but it's related, right? Because salads seem easier in the summertime because like there's all this fresh produce. But recently, is it like I've gotten into this idea that you, you should not eat lots of cold foods in the wintertime. Do you prescribe to that? Especially when it comes to like lettuces and stuff. I don't. You eat ice cream regularly in the middle of winter? No, but I'm not. I don't ever really but eat like ice still cream smoothie. regularly. Yes, I know. Yes. I was about to say. Smoothies. Like I'm not doing smoothies right now, which is usually one of the ways I get in a lot of veggies because it just feels like too much work for my body. To totally. Get. I get yes. that. Okay. Because that's where I think we should start. Why I asked that question of like winter salads, like all cooked food, or are they raw food, cold food, different textures? Because I think we should start talking about like the base, the lettuces, and also give some free reign where like you can make salads that don't have lettuce in them. So, I mean, I'm glad you want to start with lettuces because I think in the winter, there's this really fantastic range of greens and lettuces that we can take advantage of. 
I mean, it is a little bit challenging if you don't like bitter flavors. I'm going to say that right up front. But endive or endive, radicchio, escrow. I love these greens and I find myself being more creative with what greens I choose in the winter. You know, there's always arugula, there's always baby spinach, there's always romaine, there's always iceberg. What other greens do you like? I love like a baby, like I'm the person who buys like a clamshell of like the mixed greens where it's like romaine and arugula and whatever else, frisee, which is very fun, but hard to eat, but also kale and collards, like baby kale is one that you can eat just straight dressing with a salad. But then I think of like massaged kale salads, doing collards in sort of that way where you're breaking them down with a dressing and making them a base for the salad, but it's not, it's like heartier greens. So do you like, I don't like collards raw. I never eat them in a salad. I'm curious. Uh, I don't, do you? Yeah. I'm like, do I? Collards are really tough. I Colors think. can be really tough. You see them a lot this time of year when it's like everyone's in the health thing as like a wrap and they're only good that way if you steam them. Totally. You can sometimes get like, and this is pretty like regional in the South and to like farmer's markets, like you're not going to find them in the grocery store. Te- like young and tender collards that are better for treating like you would Got kale it. and doing that sort of like massaging yeah. technique too. But would I be out of pocket if I said... What if I braise collard greens and then top it with like sweet potatoes? Is that is that a salad? <laughs> <laughs> sounds Ooh, like but sounds like braised greens to me. But fair, okay, fair. But like, what about that? Made me think I of, like I just going. recently made braised cabbage, and so then I was like, ooh, cabbage, and like shredded broccoli stalks, all of those like hardier yes. winter veg. So there, yes. That also is a great base for lots of salads Absolutely in the Absolutely where I was headed next because I love thinly shaved, like using a mandolin cauliflower. Mm. Broccoli slaw is the same idea. I personally don't like it as much, but Isaac loves a raw broccoli salad. Yes, I do too. Yeah, he loves it. You know what his favorite is? It's such a like weird thing, but anyway- Broccoli, not just like flagship dressing, which it's is a like miso a lemon. lemon miso tahini situation. Yeah. Yes, and dried cherries, crumbled feta. It's so good. It was I inspired. Want it was inspired by we got a salad at a restaurant once, and I was like, wait a minute, I think that like I can recreate something approximately like this. It's delicious. Oh, and like shaved shallots or red onion. Yeah. But fennel also is another one that I love. And I do like combining it. Like I wouldn't make shaved, thinly shaved cauliflower, the primary base of my salad, but it's really delicious paired with either fennel and arugula or some, you know, endive. Do you say endive or endive? I say endive. I'm, I'm a basic (laughs) Phyllis. I love it. Endive is really yummy too. You know, I will admit that it does get a little bit tricky with the kids. Like Oliver doesn't like the bitter stuff as much. Yeah. You know, so he like every, like radicchio is a, that's a hard pass for him. Yes. Well, Um, you know, my strategy with salads with my kids and also like a little bit Brian 
is that like I make like a chop, basically like a chop salad of all the yummy bits. And then I put my own over whatever greens I think would be good. And they can eat the chop salad as its own separate thing. A lot of times. I also think like daikon radish, mm. thinly shaved, turnips, thinly shaved, like all of these great winter root vegetables. Like we've given you a good list, but go to the supermarket, look in the produce aisle and just like for one second, like shift your perspective and say like, what if I thinly shaved and kind of run through everything? And you might see some of the ingredients there a little differently and be able to conceptualize them as part of a salad. Yes. The other thing that I love about winter and winter salads is that I don't like most summer fruits in salad. I do like a nectarine or a peach in a salad. Get out of here with your strawberries and salads. No. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Go ahead. Enjoy yourself. That's Bye-bye. a strong stance. Give me some poppy seed dressing and I'll eat it. Bye-bye. Yeah. No. Okay. It's okay. Not, it's not. But you would eat winter fruit I, and salads so, is what you're trying again, to get to. thinly shaved. Apple, pear, Asian pear, all delicious. Because for me, Persimmons? they're like- Yes. Yes. It's like a crisp. It's a slight sweetness. It isn't too sweet. I, it's really, I love it. Yes. There's something in this, and let me muddle through it a little yeah. bit because it's our listeners community, where you were talking about like how you can shave things and thinking about the winter produce that you buy and maybe you like traditionally roast it or like pan fry it or whatever and, and turning it on its side where I think about like carrots are a great example of this because in winter carrots are really sweet. They're like so good carrots and parsnips. Yes. And they can be like, not just thinly sliced, but like shaved with a peeler to give a different texture, Yes, which is like unlocks a whole salad situation, but then also grated like celeriac. Oh, love it. Which is such a pain to deal with. But like, if you are willing to peel it and then you like shave it on a mandolin to so get like the teeny tiny juliennes and you do like a remoulade with like mayo, so good. mustard, horseradish sauce. So good. And like turns this, the idea of a salad from like greens and stuff to like a single ingredient dressed up. Also, I don't love it, but I know people really do like kind of what you're talking about, the broccoli salad of like carrot salad where it's like grated carrots and there's sort of like a sweet dressing and uh, raisins, which yeah. you know are a no for me, but no, like I'm not into that either. respect to those people who have forgotten about the carrot salad and they like it. And we didn't even talk about the queen of all winter produce, citrus. Ooh, as right? a fruit. I yes. love, yes. So I said produce because I wanted to like trick you guys, but <laughs> instead of calling it out as a fruit right away, I love citrus in my salad as well. I think yes. fennel and citrus are beautiful together. Avocado and citrus are beautiful I together. I eat that at like oranges and avocado and like hearts of palm or, or jicama, something like a little bit crunchy. I could eat that every single day. Delicious. They all grow great with soft cheeses. Mm-hmm. feta, goat cheese, 
oh, what's that other cheese that's so like beautiful and like a winter salad? Um, is it called Piave? Oh, I don't know. Unlock a new cheese world for me. Let's look it up because we're on with our, yeah, Piave cheese. Nice okay. Phyllis. How but do it's you, like a nice, I, like soft cow's milk cheese. Um, that's really, it's an Italian cheese that you can kind of crumble, but it's not as hard as Parmesan. Okay. Love that. I, and then like all of those things, we've mentioned the like basics, but then they go great with cheese. Citrus goes great with nuts, like pistachios or chopped cashews or sesame seeds, like all there are all these ways that you can then expand and build on your salad and embellish your salad, if you will. Yes. And citrus like always works. Another thing I love about citrus is you can peel it with a knife, cut it into segments, whether they're lateral or they're supremed. You, yes, or supremed. Yes. Exactly. Thank you. And then you take the pith that's left over and that peel and just squeeze it through and put it into your salad dressing. Like you can really make use of the whole fruit. Yes. Something you said there made me think of pomegranates. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are another great winter fruit. And yes. have you ever, like you can juice pomegranates. I mean, there's like a specific juicer, but even if you took a little section and then you can turn that into a dressing because the nice thing about pomegranate is like it is sweet, but it's also tart and yes. it can really lend itself to a beautiful blushed dressing as totally. well. I do want to get back to what you were saying about collards, because I do think that there can be a place for some cooked veggie in salads. And I say this you said cautiously. I can't, yes. You said I can't count collards. That's braised greens, but roasted I veg. like roasted squash in my yes. salads. So sweet I potatoes think also, I, yeah. Sweet potatoes are another great one. Um, like one of my favorite salads is escarole like chopped up good sharp cheddar, apple and roasted squash mm. with a nice tangy vinaigrette. And that's beautiful in the winter. You, you make new use of those apples that we're so sick of. Again, it's a fresh way to use this squash that we've been eating and roasting and air frying over and over. And escrow is just, I think, a really wonderful green. And very underrated. I think so. Okay. So there's something that bubbled up in there. I know it's not really related to escarole, but the idea of like other veg that we cook, we eat a lot cooked, um, shaved Brussels sprouts. Oh yes. Yeah. Like one of my favorite, we usually do it for Thanksgiving is like shaved Brussels sprouts, pomegranate, arrows, Parmesan cheese, and then sort some sort of nut with like a mustard, maple vinaigrette. Yum, 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 yum. And that were, that's one of those that like, it's a salad, but it also works as a side dish. So people don't really think that they're eating salad. If you need that sort of manipulation in your life. Yes, totally. Yes. And one of those things I love about Brussels sprouts as a base is they like, wilt as they sit in the fridge and so they get even better also we didn't talk about herbs and how that can be like the stand-in for greens in some cases yes totally i love that i think that that's so great and i really do think for a good winter salad it is these ingredients i mean adding even like hearty grains like farro or barley is really nice too but you know, embellishing, I think, I don't know, somehow embellishing is key for me to a winter salad. Not because the produce 
needs it. You know, in the summer, everyone always talks about how produce needs such just a light touch. It's so perfect as it is. Well, winter produce is the same. Like if it's in season in winter, like you were saying, carrots are sweeter. You have all these great root vegetables that are really crisp and their flavor is peak. But still, I think it's maybe more about the season. You know, in summer, you just eat something so like it's all light and airy. But a winter yes. salad, right? Having I good heft and a I was creamy factor, to, and like yeah, you want all of that. I think this is what I was satisfying. trying to get to. Where I was like, well, are you eating like raw food as much I raw food okay. in the winter versus like I think of yes, I think of summer salads as like light and airy. They're not as like fill you up, stick to your bones as I think of winter salads being. And I think a lot of times people forget about salads in the winter somehow. Right. And this is when you can add that gorgonzola, that pear, those pecans. And the other thing is the more you build up a winter salad like this, it's even easier to throw those chicken nuggets in the air fryer, cut them up and toss them on or whatever protein tofu, and then turn your salad into a big hearty dinner with some nice, warm, crusty bread. You know, that's beautiful. Yeah. And satisfying, or like in the same vein, but a little bit different, is like can't like having like the canned tomato soup that maybe you dress up yes. with a splash of cream, but then you have this really incredible citrus and avocado salad on the side, and it makes it just feel like more of a composed meal when really you just put the effort into the salad. I cannot believe I didn't mention beets too. Oh my goodness. There's still I time. Let's hear about <laughs> thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I love beets so much. And a beet salad is one of my favorites. How, when you say a beet salad, like what do you picture in your brain? Oh my gosh. Like anything. I just love beets with like a tangy vinaigrette. I roast beets on my own, but then I also buy the pre-cooked beets too. Mm. And you know that brand love beets. Yes. Sometimes they come already like infused with flavor like the vinegar ones, Oliver and I can just, it's not quite as vinegary as a pickled beet because it's not sitting in a brine, but we can just like cut that up, drizzle good olive oil on top and crunchy salts. And like, that is it for me. But beets also go great with fennel. Beets go great with citrus, orange in particular. They can be put on a bed of arugula. They can be, you know, you can in your grain salad. Yes. You yes. Chop, chop them really small. You can keep them just like wedged where you take one beet and just cut it into quarters. Um, goes great with cheese, mm -hmm. you know, feta, blue cheese, Roquefort. These are all great. And it's also really great in a creamy dressing too. So something Ooh. I love is just taking like some of that pickle brine or that pepperoncini brine with sour cream you know, flavoring a little bit of sour cream. You can add a little mayo if you want. You don't have to. A little dill if you want. You don't have to. Tossing beets in that and then topping with some hazelnuts is great. And beets are filling too, which I like. Hear me out here. Yeah. The summer mozzarella salad where it's like sliced mozzarella and fresh tomatoes. Yeah, like a classic caprese. Caprese. But beets instead of tomatoes. Ooh, I'm here for it. And maybe like some mint instead of the basil. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I love it. Because then you can do that really fun like composed salad that everyone loves for the summer. But do And you could do like with golden beets and dark red beets. 
yeah. be so pretty and could be so delicious. And too. In, I think it make it easy. I actually have a beaten orange salad that I really love. And you could do the same thing where you slice an orange. Um, you don't supreme it. You cut it laterally. Yeah. So you get these, you know, and you can cut the it thin if you want. You get discs, yeah. right. And then you layer that with beets as well. Cut the same way. 2024 is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinnertime overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter ButcherBox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. 
head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dan and I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Uh, can we talk about celery? Oh my gosh, I love celery. I freaking love celery and I don't understand why it's relegated to like mirepoix and people like only think of it for like ants on a log. I Thinly agree. Sliced fresh celery is out of this world delicious. I had a dish once at Prune in New York where it was like celery toast and it was like a vinaigrette and there were pecans and then it was like big pieces of a firm blue cheese over ricotta on toast. And I feel like you could explode that whole idea and have like a creamy, crunchy salad, like thinly sliced celery. You could do the blue cheese and the pecans, but then like toss it with farro and a little bit of arugula and get like the creaminess in a dressing, like you mentioned, a creamy dressing. I think celery should be in all salads forever. I love, love, love celery. I've made, I tend to make celery salads as a garnish, but I should really make it more of the like main attraction. Wait, explain what you mean as a garnish, like on top of like a schnitzel or chicken cutlet. Like either crusty sourdough or like a piece of fish. Like sometimes when I do just like a really plain protein or just like pan roasted chicken thighs, you Mm. know? Sometimes I'll do just like a very, like, mostly because if you just make it a celery salad, it's... People are like WTF. Well, also, it's not very big. Even like one bunch of celery is still going to be pretty small. It doesn't like fill your salad bowl as a separate salad. But I did find this recipe once. I'm going to have to track it down. It was celery and green beans and tofu with a chili crisp. Yum. Sounds so good. And I like, I can't even remember if I made it or not, but it's like one of those things that I'm always like, ah, I had that celery. I should have made that. Like for some reason I never get to it. I think it might've even had like salty peanuts, you know, it had like that Asian profile, but I love the idea of, um, celery and green beans together. I do too. And actually green beans is kind of an underrated salad addition in general. I mean, we do like salad niçoise, but like, do you regularly see green beans in salads? You should. You should. Um, okay. Niçoise. Is that how you would say it? Yeah. Uh, we should talk about that. And then also you saying crusty bread and me talking about the toast with celery made me think, uh, hello, winter panzanellas. Oh yes, totally. And they're so fantastic too, because you've got crusty bread in there. It's basically yummy croutons bread that salad. the kids will like. They can, yeah, they'll like yes. pull it out, but totally, totally. Okay. What would you put in a winter panzanella? I feel like that's prime real estate for those beets and like some sharp cheddar or feta cheese, something with like a punch of flavor celery because i love celery it so. for sure and then I mean, like persimmons. roasted squash oh i love it like roasted yes. squash persimmons i might use kale sparingly like i don't normally put leafy yeah. greens or like a baby a ca- like a baby yes. kale maybe i actually yeah. don't like baby kale but i agree that 
it's a good call. It's just like that's yeah. a personal thing. But Wait, like just a little bit of I chalk. need to know what your beef is with baby kale. I don't think it tastes that good. And it's very like stemmy. Like I'd rather, you don't want to massage. It's too delicate to massage. Yeah, you do feel like you want to go through and pick off all the stems. And then you're like, why did I do yeah. this? I should have just mas- massaged a hundred percent. That is how I feel. And like, I guess when I want kale, I want something like heartier and I want that massage texture. I feel like anytime I've gotten baby kale, I've been like, I don't get the full flavor of kale. Too many stems. It's, yeah. And it's not spicy like arugula. Yes. So it's, there's That's nothing to was, beat the yes. bitterness out. Yeah. I was going to say, I always end up feeling like I just wish I had gotten arugula. Okay, fair. So we're going to put yes. arugula in our winter pants. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> okay. Or let's that's that. a great place for radicchio to like pop, yes. pop a color and crunchiness and bitter because panzanellas can be a little bit oily, like in their dressing. If you're frying the bread, you know, if you've roasted the beets and some olive oil. So having something to like con- counteract that in a winter salad is so good. Yeah. That's why I love radicchio. Oh, what radicchio. about shaved Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah. Winter panzanella. Yes. Yes. Right. What else? I mean, anything that we've talked about, the squat, the roasted yes, squash, totally. the thinly shaved cauliflower would be so good in there. Um, just for my own benefit. Yeah. Can we dream up a winter niçoise? Like not, I still like feel like baby potatoes hit. Is it still green beans? Or are you doing something more adventurous? That's really interesting. So we don't do niçoise salad very much. We do because, it like twice a year. Yeah, it I is a like. gorgeous yeah. salad. It is a lot of prep. It is a lot of prep. It sort of feels like it's already... Winterized? Yeah, I don't know. Let's go through it, right? An okay. egg, definitely. That stays. Yes. What else? Fish is going to stay. Yeah. Canned Olives tuna or- are going to stay. Yes. Which is like not always. There are not always olives. Usually, isn't there like a red onion or a pickled shallot? Yes, which I love. You know what okay. you could do maybe? You could add a little like thinly shaved um, radish. Like Ooh, a watermelon yes. radish or daikon. Mm-hmm. That could be a really nice. Again, you can opt for like a winter green as a base or like combine them. Oh, I think fennel would go beautiful in an East Oh, yeah. Yes. I think fennel is a great addition. Can we take the last few of our minutes together today and talk about salad dressings? I don't know why it's my favorite thing to talk about because it's not really that exciting. But like, do you think that there's something different to do in the winter for salad dressings? That's a great Are question. there new opportunities? Like warm dress? Would you do warm dressings? You know that I definitely have not used warm dressings quite enough. I think that warm dressings are really, really interesting because, you know, we've talked about how I don't like grilled romaine or like cooked. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is not a salad, but I was in the middle of making a recipe recently that I saw it called for like Persian cucumbers. And I was like, great. Okay. And it made sense. It was like a beef bowl with Asian profiles. So my assumption was just that the cucumbers were going to go on top and raw. Yeah. And as I'm reading the recipe, I did a double take. It was like, now throw the cucumbers in the pan. I was like, hell no, I will not. Like I refuse. 
So like I totally pivoted. Like I don't like certain vegetables that I think should be crisp, cooked and warmed. But I do think that especially with a heartier winter green, like a kale, like an escrow that has more structure to it, pouring a warm dressing over that can help you like soften it and make it a tiny mm-hmm. bit more supple without massaging. I totally agree. Now, and I'm just like noting, I was like, okay, cooked cucumbers are a deal breaker for Stacy. I'm so curious what yeah. other people's like meal deal breakers where you see it in an instruction and you're like, I absolutely will not be. Doing yeah. That. Like, no, nope. thank you. Done. <laughs> Um, I do more creamy dressings in the winter than I do, do in the summer. You know mm-hmm. how I feel about ranch as a whole category. <laughs> I do. So I do. Cook dressings all the time. But like what kind of creamy dressings are you doing in the winter time? I like like a ranch, like a homemade ranch is also, I think, really fun to play with. But using sour cream or buttermilk as a base. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like I said, it can be really simple. Like a dollop of sour cream, a splash of buttermilk, like a little bit of vinegar, and then some grated, you know, microplane garlic and a ton of fresh herbs, for yeah. example. Or even I love that with like just a ton of black pepper. Yes. Right. Yes. So good. I've been curious to play with and I don't know. I haven't done the playing yet. And I, I like I admit that it's questionable, maybe. But I've been wanting to play with things like crisp chili oil in a creamy context. Oh, yeah. I have a kitchen recipe where we I used yogurt and chili crisp oh. to make a dip. So you could totally do that. Would it and be just, a good like, dressing? It. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. So listen to me. Radicchio, citrus, and then like simply poached chicken or maybe chicken you pulled from a rotisserie bird that you bought mm-hmm. at the market. With like a creamy, like crunchy chili oil dressing and then sprinkled with sesame seeds. I would eat that. Ten ten. Right. Like I don't know if it's good, guys. I haven't tried it. But <laughs> but I like it sounds good to me. It also feels a little bit, I don't mean this as any disrespect because I love that salad, but like it feels like a more modern take on like the ramen noodle yes! salad. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Oh, and maybe we add ramen noodles. But yes, I love that. (laughs) I love that. Maybe that's where I was going in my brain. Okay, a reminder, we do have a whole salad episode where we talk more about summer salads. But I want to know if our listeners community has any like specific salad requests. And you know, we can also, I, I feel like we threw a lot of ideas without like very specifics, but I don't know. I feel like that salad episode covers a lot. And also like we know you guys, you can take these ideas and run. Yeah. Believing you. And also, you know where to find us. <laughs> Maybe we can start a thread in the recipe section yes. of the community. I was just looking at like delish before we started talking. Yeah. They have like a whole roundup of great salads. And then we also love Bella and Dash's. Oh, she makes. What is the, her hashtag called? Hella Hella salads. salads. We'll link to that too. Just because, you know what I run into is like, oh, I I do love salads, but I need to do a little more prep on Sunday so that I can have salads for lunch of like 
roasting the squash, making a little dressing, yes. because it does feel harder in the winter to like throw together a weekday lunch salad. For totally. Me. Or even on the fly for the weeknight without a little bit of prep in yes. the fridge waiting. All right, guys. So we're going to start that thread. We want to hear from you as always. Thank you so, so much for being a supporting member of our community. Don't forget that you can follow our private Instagram feed where we are at the feed me fam for more of what we're eating and drinking. And maybe we'll show you some salads. Maybe I'll experiment with that chili crunch and yogurt. Dressing. I want you to, I need you. To. I, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and if you guys are loving this private community, please invite your friends to join in on the fun. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. Thanks for listening. Stay sane and well-fed until next time. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.